This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Tuesday, the 23rd of August. In your sport today, Adam Scott's million-dollar save. The Socceroos welcome back Hus. The Giants have a new coach and a toilet to remember. This is your sport today. We're starting with golf today. American Patrick Cantlay won the BMW Championship yesterday, but the big story for Aussie golf fans is Adam Scott. He nailed a shot out of the bunker that was worth a million bucks loose. I've told you, we're in the wrong business here. But definitely in the wrong business. I want to hit a golf ball <laughs> and get a million bucks. Yeah. But the BMW Championship is the second FedEx Cup playoff event and only the top 70 players of the PGA Tour season get to play. Big money was up for grabs. Cantley took home $4 million for winning, but also up for grabs were FedEx Cup ranking points. They're super important this time of year because the 30 players with the most points qualify for the Tour Championship later this week. Scott started the BMW Championship ranked 45th, but was right in contention to win and earn enough points to get inside the top 30. He played really well all week to be ranked 29th one hole to play, but his second shot found a bunker. A bogey on that hole would have seen him slip to 31st on the rankings, but he nailed the bunker shot to land the ball right next to the hole. He made the putt to stay ranked 29th. And the reason it was worth so much money is because last place at the Tour Championship is guaranteed $725,000. That's so much. And he also won $800,000 for finishing tied fifth. So it was a very lucrative shot for him. Now, Scott actually finished 30th in the rankings, but Taylor Gooch won't be able to compete because he's joined the Rebel Live Tour and those players have been banned from playing. The Tour Championship is the big season finale and it starts on Thursday night here in Australia. We've got two Aussies in the field, Scott and Cameron Smith. Loose, how does it all work? Well, the rankings are really important because the higher your rank, the lower your starting score is. For example, Scotty Scheffler is ranked number one, so he'll start at 10 under par. Cantlay finished second with his win at the BMW Championship, so he'll start at minus eight. Cameron Smith starts at minus four. And Scott, because he just scraped in, he'll start at even. It's a big advantage and there's an even bigger prize up for grabs. The winner takes home $26 million dollars. I told you we're in the wrong business, Luce. We've got to hit the driving range more often. <laughs> uh, the Tour Championship starts on Thursday night. Aussie time coverage begins on Friday morning on Foxtel and KO. It's been a pretty good time on the netball court for Australia, but not so much off it. Netball Australia is in debt and looking for ways to get out of it. But a report in the News Corp papers says it knocked back a multi-million dollar offer to clear the debts and run the super netball comp loose. Fill us in with this. 
So the reports say back in July, a private equity firm called Tier 1 offered $6.5 million to buy out Netball Australia's debt and take over the running of the Super Netball competition. Tier 1 manages billions of dollars and has former Diamonds captain Liz Alice on board, but Netball Australia turned down the deal and now it's reportedly off the table. Netball Australia has tried to recoup losses by selling off the Super Netball final like they did this year to Perth because auditors say the sport could be bankrupt in 12 months if there isn't a quick turnaround. Netball Australia says it won't be rushed into anything as it considers all its options. Yeah, Netball Australia says it's reviewing the super netball comp and once that's done, it'll make some decisions on the findings of that review. Could be plenty more to this story, so keep an ear out for it. The Socceroos will have a special assistant coach with them for their final game on home soil next month before the World Cup in Qatar. Ulsidik, the Socceroos coach for the 2006 World Cup in Germany, is back to lend a helping hand loose. Yeah, this has some serious nostalgia feels about it, Sam. <laughs> As you said, Hiddink was the Socceroos coach when they beat Uruguay on penalties in 2005 to qualify for the World Cup for the first time in 32 years. Arnold was Hiddink's assistant coach back then, so with one of his current assistants in Europe scoping out Australia's World Cup opponents France and Denmark, Arnold called up his old boss Hiddink for the match against the New Zealand All Whites in Brisbane next month. Arnold says Hiddink can inspire the players who are pushing for a spot at the World Cup in the two games against New Zealand. Yeah, the Socceroos played the Kiwis in Brisbane on September 22nd and then again in Auckland three days later before they jet off to finish their preparations for the World Cup in Qatar. Today's trivia question brought to you by the EPL Live app. Who knocked out Australia at the 2006 World Cup? Brings up some old memories here, Luce. Um, Give us a clue. Justice for Lucas Neal, but it was a former World Cup winner. <laughs> it was. It was. I'm with you there, Luce. Uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. After pulling out of the race to sign Alistair Clarkson, the GWS Giants have signed Richmond assistant coach Adam Kingsley to be their new head coach. Luce, he's coming in with some premiership success under his belt. Yeah, as a player and as a coach, Kingsley played 170 games for Port Adelaide and won the club's only AFL flag in 2004 when they beat the Lions. He retired in 2006 and immediately became an assistant coach at the Power. He spent eight years at the Saints and then went to Richmond in 2019, where he won two premierships as an assistant. He'll stay with the Tigers until their season is finished, and then will take over from interim coach Mark McVeigh later this year. Kingsley says the Giants have the building blocks in place for a premiership team, and he can see the hunger for success in the players, staff, and fans. So with the Giants signing Kingsley and North signing Clarkson, it's now just the Bombers who are without a coach, but there's plenty of time left until the start of next preseason. It's been a while since we've seen former Test captain Tim Payne on a cricket field, but that looks like it might be over pretty soon. Luce, he's been training with Tasmania and a comeback could be right around the corner. Yeah, we haven't really seen Payne since the start of last summer when he took an indefinite break from cricket. After it was revealed, he sent lewd text messages to a female colleague back in 2017. Payne was the test captain at the time and was replaced by Pat Cummins. And Cummins says the team hasn't forgotten what Payne achieved when he was in charge, like retaining the Ashes in England for the first time in 18 years. Payne is 37 and doesn't have a state contract, but reports say he is aiming to return in Tasmania's grade cricket competition and then possibly state cricket with the Tigers. 
Yep, and that could be sooner rather than later because the summer of cricket starts in a month with the Marsh One Day Cup and then the Sheffield Shield starts in the first week of October. Last week we told you about the two Newcastle Knights players who were filmed leaving a bathroom cubicle together. Now, that story has been lost among all the other footy news, but it'll never be completely forgotten thanks to a local comedian who put up a memorative plaque at the scene of the crime. Of all the things to get a plaque for, I'm not sure this one would be my (laughs) proudest moment to remember. So two weekends ago, injured Knights players Kaylin Ponga and Kurt Mann were filmed leaving a cubicle at Newcastle's Hotel Delaney while their team was playing the Broncos up in Brisbane. Ponga's dad said the boys were out celebrating Ponga's new house and that his son got a bit crook, so Mann went to help him. The whole incident is being investigated by the Knights and the NRL, but to make sure it'll never be forgotten. Comedian Steve Phillip set up a plaque on the wall of the cubicle which said the <laughs> Kalen Ponga Kurt Mann Memorial Toilet. On the 12th of August 2022, Kalen celebrated a house purchase, vomited and Kurt helped his friend. <laughs> a true tribute to friendship if nothing else, loose. I've put a pic <laughs> of the plaque in the episode notes if you want to have a look. Catch this, Loose, we're only two sleeps away from the AFLW season beginning. It starts on Thursday and I think we know a good podcast to get you up to speed on what to expect. Yes, when I'm not doing sport today, I'm Moonlight as a co-host on AFL Media's AFLW podcast, Credit to the Girls. We do three episodes a week, a preview, an interview and a review. So if you want to know everything AFLW, then subscribe to Credit to the Girls wherever you get your podcasts. What a plug, Loose. That was fantastic. It's definitely worth a listen. I'm tuning in every week. Uh, As for today's trivia question brought to you by the EPL Live app, who knocked out Australia in the 2006 FIFA Men's World Cup? Justice for Lucas Neal, Lusa, who was it? It was Italy. They went on to win after they defeated us in the round of 16. Yeah, Italy is correct, and that loss still hurts loose. All right, we are done on Sport Today today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Luce and I will be back with you on Wednesday. We'll catch you then.